Welcome to 2024. On today's show, we dive into some shocking statistics about financial New Year's resolutions and offer some suggestions and tips to help you refine your financial planning goals for the year ahead. And now, Tire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. We're not covering weight loss or things like that, but we are looking at New Year's resolutions. We're still kind of in the new year, you know, and uh, and looking at resolutions that hopefully we're all making on the financial side of things. Welcome to Retire Right Radio. I'm Dave Perkins, uh, joined by Weston Lindemann, who is part of the team of all-star advisors at Roberts Wealth Management. Roberts Wealth Management, a fiduciary firm, a growing firm, but maintaining that, that human touch that means so much to the people they work with in their retirement planning. Weston, great to be with you. How about those resolutions? Did you make any of this year? Well, Dave, you know, I know the statistics, and so I know that if I'm going to make them, I better be prepared <laughs> to stick to them. <laughs> so exactly. I may have a couple myself, but at the risk of exposing myself about two weeks from now, I think I'll keep them private. <laughs> right. That probably very, very wise. Well, now, according to an Allianz survey, 48% of Americans set financial resolutions for 2024, the highest number in years. So we're, we're starting to really think and get more serious about it. And I know people who are close to retirement are the Top response is tied for first place, uh, creating an emergency fund at 17%, adding to retirement savings at 17%, paying down credit card savings debt came in a close second. Uh, so what, uh, Weston, should we really be focusing on to have successful financial resolutions? Well, I think number one with any New Year's resolution has got to be just getting to the basics. you got to have a written plan. And you need to have written goals. If, if you've got this idea in your head of whether it's creating that emergency fund or paying down some credit card debt, until you write that down and you write a plan down in order to accomplish that, it seems less likely that you're going to accomplish it. And I think there's some statistics that I'm familiar with that back that up. Um, in fact, about 75% of everyone who sets a New Year's resolution, statistically, according to some studies, uh, are going to not meet that goal just within two weeks by January 15th, about 75% have already broken their New Year's resolution. And I think that's because very few people actually write down their goals. And so that's a good point. We're real big on written plans here at Roberts Wealth. That's one of the three keys to a successful retirement. And so if you don't have a written plan uh, with your retirement, then you're probably not going to have a good chance at success. And likewise with your New Year's resolutions, financial and otherwise, if you don't have a written plan, uh, you're really getting off to a a start that could otherwise be enhanced. No, that makes so much sense. I mean, in fact, before we went on the air, um, I, I needed to put something down to remind me to send you. I needed to email you something. So, uh, And I had forgotten it last week, so I made sure to put it on my calendar. If it's written down, and if I start the day with a uh, to-do list, I mean, just in a given workday, I'm more productive that day. Uh, so that makes so much sense to have it in writing. Absolutely. You know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to accomplishing our goals. Uh, I think a good starting point, though, is defining what your goal is and having it written is the best way to have it stare back at you every day so that you can make sure that you're staying on the right path. The big thing at Roberts Wealth Management is getting that plan together. And you can actually, in an initial consultation, get a look at what your plan for retirement can be. You can schedule that with a call to 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Weston's going to go down some um, just some general uh, tips on financial resolutions. Before that, let's get Steve Forbes to weigh in. He's talking about hidden tax uh, state of the economy, people financially stretched heading into 2024. In other words, the challenges. People are much more cautious. Growth comes from investment. If you don't have investment, you don't expand. And the businesses are very slow to do investment because they know this administration is hitting them. Look at the massive number of regulations. Literally, more regulations, costly regulations come out of this administration than any previous one in history. That's a hidden tax. And the Federal Reserve, oh, they may reduce interest rates next year. They're still much higher than they were a couple of years ago. So a lot of commercial businesses may get a little bit of relief, but not enough. Bankruptcies are rising, and a lot of people are stretched badly. Well, before we get into some tips that you'll offer, Weston, what are your thoughts on what Steve Forbes had to say? You know, when I hear that and when I experience what I see every day, whether it's going to the grocery store or, you know, filling up gas in the tank or talking to other people every single day that have the same 
problems with this economy, it makes sense why 48% of Americans have set financial resolutions this year. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the highest number in recent years. It's because things are a little bit more difficult these days, whether you're a retiree at or near retirement or you know 20 plus years away from retirement. The, the strain on Americans is noticeable. And despite what we may hear from D.C., um, it doesn't seem to be slowing down in terms of inflation and these difficulties that people are faced with. And so, you know, it, it's it's a good thing that people have this resolution, whether it's to save more, you know, creating a budget, paying off debt. But we want to make sure we're doing it in a smart way. And I think that, you know, not just from an accountability standpoint, but from just an efficiency standpoint, working with the financial advisor on your financial New Year's resolutions, that's probably a good plan uh, to ensure some success. And just on those three things and steps you just mentioned, if you uh, maybe we could get a glimpse of how you at Roberts Wealth work with people, actually can help act as a coach, starting with saving more. How do you help coach people in that financial red zone to up their savings? Well, it's certainly something that we have conversations about. A lot of times people kind of have an idea about where they're already at and where they might need to be, but they're not exactly sure which vehicle to put those dollars in. You know, people come to us and they say, well, I've been maxing out my 401k. Well, sometimes we have to say, oh, hold on, let's hit the brakes on that. Let's get a, a picture of the total financial situation. Are you contributing to a Roth account? You know, things like that. We've right. got to make sure that if we're saving more, that we're saving more in the most effective way and that we're not just doing it because we think that that's, you know, the the best way. And we don't really know what else to do. You know, you, yeah. you've got to have that awareness that, well, I don't know if this is the right move, but I do want to save more. And that alone, that initiative shows that you're, you know, trying. And, and we love to see that with clients, but we also love to see them do it in the most efficient way. And so, you know, another thing, creating a budget. Well, one of the things that we do is we create income plans for our clients. And the income plan says, here's how much income you can derive from your assets in retirement. And so if your budget is outside of, uh, you know, what we're planning for, then that may be okay in years one and two, but eventually it's going to catch up with you in retirement. And so we have a lot of conversations with clients around that subject as well. Another thing we see though is, you know, people who maybe they haven't become a client yet, we're working with them and, you know, they quote me some expense numbers. Uh, Maybe they're still working and they're accustomed to having that salary come in, but in another year, they're going to be retired Mm -hmm. and they're going to be relying on their fixed income, that social security. They no longer have you know, whatever they're accustomed to making coming in from work. And so they've got to be prepared to adjust their budget oftentimes. And so, you know, these are the kinds of things that uh, whether a New Year's resolution is a part of it or not, um, it's an essential step to having success uh, in, in the financial realm and in retirement in general. Uh, is the budgeting process possibly two part when you first meet with someone, see their current budget And then um, that helps determine what maybe you would need to work with them in creating income wise. And then after you get all that implemented, then create a final budget. That's right. We, We often begin with the end in mind. And so if, you know, we have an idea of what people need in order to fund their retirement, we've got to make sure that the assets are there to derive that income. If the assets aren't there, then we've got to have a tough conversation about here's how much you can realistically expect to be able to live off of for any length of time. Uh, Because you may be able to sustain your living for a couple of years, but if you can't sustain that level for 10 years or more, then you're not going to be retired very long. And one of our things we like to jokingly say at Robert's Wealth is no Walmart greeters allowed. And that, (laughs) you know, if you want to go back to work, that's great. But we don't like to see our clients uh, be put in a situation where they have to go back to work. And so having a carefully crafted budget that is realistic, that is that is truthful, that's key because sometimes we're quoted numbers that may or may not be accurate. And so we have to work with clients, you know, on on the psychology behind that and making sure that they understand, you know, we're not here to police their spending. Oftentimes, actually, we find ourselves encouraging retirees to spend more money. And it's all part of the job. To enjoy. That's what we do here. Yeah, enjoy the retirement. Um, you mentioned Roth earlier. What are other proactive tax steps should we consider? Or is that the main one? Well, when it comes to taxes in retirement, you know, everyone's got this idea that taxes should be lower. Uh, one of the things that they're forgetting, though, is that the tax code that we've been um, familiar with all these years is getting ready to expire in 2025. And that's just right around the corner. Yeah. And so, I don't know about you, but 
our expectation here at Roberts Wealth is that no matter who is in uh, power in D.C., there's probably going to be some tax hikes on the way. And we can see that. We can point to some evidence and some already uh, enacted legislative changes in recent years that have more clandestinely uh, made moves to make it harder for retirees to keep more of their money. You know, things like eliminating the stretch IRA for mm -hmm. non-spousal beneficiaries. Uh, that's an important one because a lot of people have money in an IRA and they have it sort of earmarked in their mind or perhaps even in their plan that they've written down that these dollars might, might be for a beneficiary. Well, if you live a long life, then those IRA dollars are going to be subject to RMDs. If you can convert these dollars efficiently into a Roth account, they will not be subject to RMDs. Likewise, if you pass along a bucket of IRA dollars to your, you know, a, adult uh, children, sons and daughters who are, you know, in their 40s or 50s, they're likely at the top of their career, making more money than they have previously in their lives. And now they inherit an IRA account that they have to take required distributions from. If we can do them a favor of cleaning up that tax liability in advance, that's a real example of how, you know, you can say, uh, save potentially, you know, 10, 20% of those dollars and not have to give those dollars back to the IRS. Well, it's, there's a lot to consider, definitely. And if you're near retirement, one thing you can do is resolve to work with a team, a fiduciary team uh, like Roberts Wealth Management that focuses on retirement planning in that phase of your life. You can schedule this consultation, this initial very comprehensive review. We'll open the phones to make it available now at no cost and no obligation. Absolutely. Give us a call. This is what we do every day. We work with people and accomplishing their financial goals. Maybe you don't even know what the right goal is to set. That's something that we can have a conversation about, whether it is, you know, when to start Social Security, uh, you know, how to plan for risk in the market, um, whether you just want a second opinion on your current plan. Uh, I think that's an excellent way to start the new year off with getting a second opinion. And that's that's what we do here at Roberts Wealth. It is a great second opinion opportunity, and uh, even if you're just getting the ball rolling on an initial consultation to get a look at what your retirement can be, uh, can be and what would be the best strategies uh, in, in your best interest, 800-891-8680 to schedule, 800-891-8680. And going over a lot of what Weston has covered here in this, in this segment, proactive uh, tax strategies, building in a spending plan, and also, of course, building in that income in your retirement. What does it look like for you? You can schedule now at no cost, no obligation, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. It is Retire Right Radio with Weston Lindemann. When we come back, how to set and meet your financial resolutions in the year ahead. Weston Lindemann is part of the team at Roberts Wealth Management. Roberts Wealth Management offices in Mobile, of course, the original in Biloxi, Daphne, Pensacola, and around Houston. It's definitely a growing firm, but with Paul and the entire team, the commitment to maintain that, that human touch, even a, a mom and pop feel, if you will. We're talking about resolutions. We're still enough into the new year. We haven't hit the point where uh, the, um, the treadmill has become a clothes hanger yet or the gym membership. <laughs> yeah, the gym is wondering where you are. Uh, and, and But we're looking at financial resolutions. And Weston, you identified many that we should consider in the last segment. What, what are some examples of specific financial resolutions that you've discussed with people uh, com coming into this new year? Sure. Yeah. Just last week, we had meetings with clients and some of the things that were on people's minds were you know, things like increasing their 401k contributions, you know, they hadn't previously been getting that full match from their employer. That's something that they want to take advantage of in the year ahead. Um, people, you know, knew that they missed the deadline for Roth conversions last year, um, maybe could have done some more efficient planning to clean up their tax liability. And mm -hmm. of course, that's something that we help people with, but it also requires uh, the willingness on the part of the client. And so coming into the new year, we've already had people who've said, I want to do more Roth conversions this year. And that's, that's great because it's something that we talk about a lot is that those Roth dollars and what makes them so special, you know, especially when you have clients who are getting closer to that Medicare age, 65, knowing that there's a two year look back window where they're going to see, you know, how much income have you had and that 
the Medicare premiums can be affected by things like taking withdrawals from a traditional IRA. And so um, the message that we have been preaching of, you know, Roth dollars are special, it, it, it's working in that more and more clients of ours are getting on board with uh, the reality that it's better to pay taxes now than to pay them later. And that's just the, the world that we're in. It's sort of counterintuitive. It's not the most fun conversation. At the end of the day, it is paying taxes. But uh, I've been happy to hear already just in the past week that that is uh, part of the financial goals that some of our clients have stated that they believe they should strive for this year. You talked uh, about a budget last segment. I know that's not the most fun topic. Maybe some prefer spending plan as opposed to the wording of budget. But do you really need that if you don't have that? Do you really need to set that first before you even think about your financial resolutions? Well, it's definitely a case-by-case situation. There's you know, no broad strokes in finance, and especially on the personal side of finance. And so when it comes to budgets, I, I guess the main thing is um, – you know, are you currently making ends meet? Do you have cushion at the end of the month? Do you have an emergency fund that's already filled up? If you've got really good fixed income in retirement, like some people do, you know, whether it's a military retirement or a pension, or you've just done a really great job of saving in your working years, then maybe it's not as big of a deal to, you know, over budget and 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 by over budget I mean, you know, be overly concerned with your budget uh, in retirement. You know, if you've got really good access to to dollars to pull from but that's not everyone's case by any means and so i think foundational to any plan is realizing okay here's what i need in order to live and then let's start there the additional dollars are what we like to think of as fund money and so we want to build a foundation of guarantees in any plan guaranteed income income that you can count on to be there Uh, not a whole lot of question marks there you know we need to know what is that certain amount of expenses that you have to meet in order for your obligations, the basics of life, right? Food and shelter, things of that nature mm-hmm. for them to be taken care of. And then if we can create a plan that covers that, we look at what's left over and then we figure out, all right, what's the best way to distribute the fund money next? I think of the team at Roberts Wealth as in, well, wearing many hats, the hat of teacher, the hat of partner in retirement with you, and also the hat of coach. Uh, and we're, we're going to take a look at that here in a second. But if you want to come in and see what this is like and and actually get um, just, just a really, really plain talk, plain speak in the strategies that could be best for you, you can schedule 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. If we could Turn, Weston, now to ways that you help it not seem so overwhelming, it being the planning process or just resolutions that you may make um, in looking at a couple of areas, starting maybe with debt. I, I think one of the reasons people fail in their resolutions is maybe they bite off more than they can or should chew at one time. Um, h- how do we look at debt and and build something that's realistic for people and to be able to stay on track with eliminating it? Sure. There's a lot of strategies out there, and I encourage people to do a little research on some of the recommended strategies out there from you know personal finance experts. There are you know snowballing strategies in which you tackle debts one by one, and it starts to build up rather quickly your ability to pay off your debts. But I think the main thing is committing, committing to a certain amount uh, or committing to tackling at least a certain debt obligation and uh, sticking to that consistently, You know, paying additional um, dollars towards the payment to reduce the principal uh, more aggressively. Um, it's a goal that, you know, it's important with goals that you see some reward from your efforts. And that's the type of goal setting in, in finance that you can actually see the results of as you see that principal that you owe go down and down and down. And so um, oftentimes that's, you know, a really good first start in, in tackling financial goals because, well, once you see the elimination of one debt obligation, it just motivates you that much more to tackle the next one. And speaking of coaching, I know you have the 401k coaching program. That's part of the, uh, of the offer, one of the offerings at Roberts Wealth Management. Um, how is that said? You know, let's say someone comes in and says, um, and they're a few years away from retirement. I, I'm going to double what I put in my 401k this year. I mean, do you sometimes need to say, look, let's get realistic. We want to make sure that you make something that you can keep. Or do you encourage that and say, hey, let's see if it works? Well, more and more 401k plans have Roth portions in them. And if your 401k plan has a Roth portion that they allow you to uh, 
uh, you know, contribute the max on the Roth side, then by all means, that's that's going to be one of your best routes for saving for a successful retirement. But if your 401k is limited and that it doesn't have a, a Roth available to you, then you do want to just contribute up to that match. We can always circle back to the 401k to put more money into it later. Uh, but you're going to potentially regret that if you don't put money in some other accounts first, things like a Roth, if you've just filled up your 401k tax deferred over the years, and then right as you get ready to retire, the government says, you know what, we've decided to raise taxes on the uh, the people who have the $60 trillion in retirement accounts. And it doesn't even seem like a coincidence that that's, uh, you know, double what is needed to pay off the entire federal debt. And so I would say that in the current environment that we're in, in Washington, and uh, with the United States debt levels reaching 31, almost 32 trillion. Yeah. Uh, unless I've lost count at this point, it could be <laughs> even higher than that. You can always go to uh, the debt clock if you want to get dizzy. Yeah, absolutely. And and so we want to make sure that our clients are safeguarding their life savings because uh, it just seems like with the conversations that have been happening, some of the legislative changes that have been happening in Washington, they've got their eye on that 60 trillion or so that's sitting in the retirement accounts of the baby boomer generation. And it's our responsibility as advisors to make sure that you get to keep more of that. And one of the best ways to do it is, again, to make sure that you're not overfilling your tax deferred buckets without first going to uh, some of your you know, tax-free options. If someone comes to you and maybe not so much a resolution in this case, but concerns, and they say, I don't feel I'm diversified enough, I'm scared that I'm at too much risk, uh, what's that conversation like? Well, I much prefer that conversation to the opposite, which is when someone comes in our office and says, you know what, it's the new year, and I want to go out and chase double-digit returns. Oh, no. Because then we have to say, hold on a second. That's not exactly what we're up to here. And it's, you know, fundamentally a mindset shift that has to occur. So anytime there's someone who is, you know, eager to take a little bit of risk off the table, of course, we're going to, you know, kind of weigh that against their existing portfolio. You know, we'll run a Morningstar report. That's going to be our third party that we use to objectively say, here's where you're currently at, especially when we're evaluating uh, another advisor's portfolio that they've selected for a potential client. Uh, when we first meet them. And so if that Morningstar report comes back and says, um, okay, you're in your 60s and you're retired, yet you have an aggressive portfolio that would be appropriate for someone who's 30 years old, then absolutely, we're going to be having that conversation about taking some risk off the table. If on the other hand, you're, you know, 100% in uh, CDs or some, you know, fixed annuity from 2019, when interest rates were at, you know, pretty much all time lows, then on the other hand, we might say, uh, this is not even keeping up with the current rates. Uh, although you have no risk involved, you're, you're not even keeping up with inflation at mm-hmm. that point. And so you ha- we have to have a measure of balance. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to risk and uh, the financial possibilities that are out there, obviously, we want to make sure our dollars are working for us, but we want to make sure that they're doing so in a way that's smart and balances that risk to reward Um, And that all begins with assessing where we're currently at. We've got only about 30 seconds here, but one other resolution we haven't touched on yet and we listed at the top of the show uh, was uh, building an emergency fund. Uh, How much generally should we strive to have in an emergency fund? Well, the general rule that everyone always talks about is six months of expenses. And I found that my clients that have six months of expenses tucked away are oftentimes have much more peace of mind mm-hmm. than the clients that have, you know, maybe a month or two saved. And I get it. It's hard these days with uh, the cost of everything increasing. Uh, but if we have the opportunity to look at your current financial situation, we're going to help you make some decisions, whether it's put more money in the 401k, tackle some debt, or just start saving more. These are the conversations that we have with people. And I want to offer again to mention that one of the things that we're going to be able to do for you when you come meet with us is get that third-party report from Morningstar on your current portfolio. Uh, But in addition to that, we're going to take an objective look at your entire financial picture. So if you have any doubts about where you're at headed into the new year, now that we're here in the new year, then uh, I I recommend that you just take an hour of your time to meet with us and we'll give you a proper assessment of where you're at. 
very informational, uh, educational, and giving you a look at what could be your retirement. We're talking a lot about resolutions, and uh, one of the big things there is, though, building in that income. Their goal is to help you achieve that financial independence. And as uh, Weston said earlier, that if you go back to work, it's by choice and not by force or feeling like you have to. So what does it look like for you? What could be the best strategies for you and your retirement? Find out and take just a little bit of your time to come in and meet at no cost, no obligation, 800-891-8680 to schedule this comprehensive review, 800-891-8680. Also revealing and maybe discovering fees that you're paying currently that you're not even aware of. Um, what could be good proactive tax strategies for you? Protective components and yeah, building in that income in your retirement, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. So we've covered how to set financial resolutions that that fit for you, the best for you. And we'll come back a few tips to make sure that you do meet them. That's coming up on Retire Right Radio. talked about resolutions now how to make sure that you stay on track with those financial resolutions we're back with retire right radio with weston lindeman weston is part of the great team of all-star advisors at the great firm and a fiduciary firm at that it's robert's wealth management uh, focusing and laser focusing on uh, what is now a longer phase of your financial life that is retirement very important to and and we saw stats that show people are taking it more seriously than the need to set financial goals and resolutions. So we've identified a lot that we should consider. Now we're going to look at how we stay on track with these. And and actually, we've got three good solid tips that Weston's going to share with us on how to stay on track. I know you were talking about, first off, and this ties in with this, Weston, the acronym SMART. What is SMART as it pertains to financial planning? Absolutely. Smart. Let's just take it one letter at a time. Acronyms can can often be useful for remembering what it is we're supposed to remember, right? And yeah. when it comes to goal setting and executing on a plan to achieve our goals, uh, the acronym SMART tells us, number one, be specific. You know, if your resolution is to save more, what is it? Is it to save $10 more or $100 more? If you don't really have a definite answer on what it is you want, what it is you're trying to accomplish, then that goal of saving more uh, is the excuses begin to pile up. You can Mm -hmm. think of all sorts of reasons why, well, I saved $5 and that's enough. But if you wanted to save 10 and you only saved five, you didn't meet your goal. And so number one is to have a specific goal. Number two kind of goes right in line with that. And and that's the M in SMART, it's measurable. Your goal needs to be measurable. You have to be able to say, okay, here's point A, point B is down the road here and by doing these steps, I can measure that I am getting closer and closer to my goal. Or if you look at your actions and you say, I'm actually not getting closer to my goal. And that could be, you know, with your investment strategy, that could be with uh, taking some risk off the table with your portfolio. You know, if you make some moves in your portfolio, but you still see a lot of volatility and your goal was to take some some risk off the table, then uh, an example of measurability would be able to say, okay, your you, you look at the Greeks in your portfolio, you know, alpha, beta, things like that, mm-hmm. and identify, are you seeing more volatility now? Do you have a higher standard deviation, for example? Now, we're getting into the weeds in finance, and that just means that we need to work with an advisor on assessing some of these things. But the idea here is to, again, make sure that your goals uh, have some measurable component to them. Yeah, the uh, the, a, yeah that's two, two definitely Definitely good ones. Going back to specific, when when you were talking about that, it it made me think of the resolution many people make, and that's to lose weight. But Mm, that seems so general. I'm going to lose weight. If you say I'm going to lose set amount of pounds, I mean, does does that and and, and you can equate that to dollars in this sense. So that helps when you have that goal to reach that specific goal. Right. Whether it's physical health or financial health, I think that's just a benchmark, uh, a staple of goal setting, if you will. And uh, that's why this acronym, I feel, is so handy. So specific, measurable, and then the A stands for achievable. Okay. Let's not set something outlandish, right? It has to be uh, realistic. And that's 
That's the R as well. So achievable and realistic kind of go hand in hand, right? If you say, I want to save $100,000, but you make $50,000 a year, right? This is not achievable, nor is it realistic. And so we want to make sure that our goals are, uh, you know, something that we have to aim for. We want to be able to reach and, you know, have to stretch out to achieve the goal. You know, you don't want to make the goal so simple and so easy that, well, by January 15th, not only did you keep your resolution, but you accomplished that for the year and and that's that right <laughs> right no need to, no need to work past the 15th if no. you've already achieved your goal that would be too too small of a goal perhaps mm-hmm. so you want to make sure your goal is you know worthy that it's a worthy objective to begin with uh, but you want to make sure that it's achievable and realistic as well and what's the uh, well i'll tell you before we get to the next on on the acronym i'll mention how to schedule with teachers coaches more importantly retirement partners they can be with you and an initial consultation great second opinion you can schedule at no cost no obligation 800-891-8680 800-891-8680 and listening to weston if questions come to your mind as they pertain to you well this is the chance to get those questions answered 800 891 8680. So we've covered in goals that acronym SMART being specific, uh, measurable is the M, A and the R is uh, achievable and realistic. So what's the T? T stands for timely. Okay. You want to make sure that your goal has some sort of time frame associated with it, whether that is, you know, a six month goal, a month by month goal, or, you know, by the end of the year. Um, but you want to make sure that it works in conjunction with the rest of these you know, different attributes of goal setting, because uh, for the goal to be achievable and realistic, the time frame also has to make sense. For example, if you say, well, I want my portfolio to grow by, you know, 8% this year. Well, saying this year is different than saying I want it to grow by 8% this month or in the next six months. And so, you know, if you have a year to achieve that, well, I can tell you there's, there's fixed rate products right now that can allow you to achieve that target of 8% returns in one year, mm-hmm. guaranteed. I, I could tell you about that, uh, you know, the minute you come in our office. But if you tell me that you want 8% in a month or 8% in six months, all of a sudden that conversation now is about risk and how, how much risk can you, you know, effectively take in order to achieve a goal like that? It may not be the wisest approach. You could have a goal for getting 8% return uh, in six months, but walk away with uh, a negative number because you took on too much risk to, to try to r- achieve a goal that wasn't realistic. And so uh, that that's the T, timely. You timely. need a time frame involved with the combination of these other factors in order to have, you know, smart goal setting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and timely can apply to time frame. It also can apply to what what may be a good strategy for today, it may be something different tomorrow. What So you really need to review these every year, don't we, these resolutions? Absolutely, absolutely. And another example of timely would be, you know, if you have a goal to do more Roth conversions this year, well, you may say, well, I'll just go ahead and knock that out in January. That way I don't come up with any excuse not to do it this there year. There you go. But if you did that and you didn't do it in the smartest way possible, then because you did it too early, what happens if later in the year you have an emergency that comes up that requires, you know, several thousand dollars, say, you know, you got to replace the roof for the hot water heater. And now all of a sudden you did Roth conversions expecting to be just under the next tax bracket. And now an emergency comes up later in the year that you hadn't anticipated needing to pull out some of your IRA dollars to, to pay for. And now you've bumped yourself into the next tax bracket. And so um, we want to be smart in our goals, but we also want to be smart in executing on our financial plan. And so that's a good example, I think, of uh, one of the success, one of the keys to a successful retirement. If you have a written plan, then you know, uh, perhaps it's best to wait until later in the year to do your Roth conversion. That way you have a clearer picture mm-hmm. of how much your income is for the year. You know, it's different for everyone. And, uh, you know, I've referenced uh, you, the team as coaches, but and you've stressed the importance of having a written plan. Uh, do you find for you, Weston, that it, when you make resolutions that you're more successful if you have someone you're accountable to? Absolutely. I have to admit, I have not had a perfect score myself. <laughs> in, Nor in have I. My, and I don't know anyone who has, but it certainly, in, in my experience, has helped in, in being able to share um have some accountability with, you know, what it is I'm trying to accomplish. And that way, 
you know, if, if the people closest to you know what it is you're up to and what you're trying to do, then it becomes very clear when you stray from that path. And ideally, you have someone in your life who can hold you accountable, uh, you know, in, in a nice enough way, but mm-hmm. also in a direct way to say, hold on now, I thought you were trying to do, you know, this other thing this year, and you're kind of falling back into your old patterns. And so, you know, it's important to have the self-awareness of whether or not we're uh, actually doing what we need to do in order to meet our goals, especially when it comes to things like saving. But it helps a lot more if we have someone there to help us be accountable as well. Can you have, speaking of another main thing you could put under the T category, timely, can you have dual resolutions? And where I'm going with this is, let's say you're three years away from retirement, you're focusing on maximizing your 401k, for example. But at the same time, can you also say, look, I I need to resolve that I want to see what my personal pension, if you will, or retirement paycheck, in other words, income will look like once I do retire? Absolutely. I think that goes back to just the proactive planning process. You know, if someone comes to meet with me and they've got their social security estimate, they know exactly what their pension's going to be. Uh, they, they've got some pretty good ideas around what their fixed income will be in retirement. I can tell you that's probably a per- that's more likely to be a, a person to enjoy a successful retirement than the person who comes in our office doesn't have a clue what their social security estimate will be, Mm -hmm. has no idea about their pension or retirement benefit. Now, I want to say if that's you, uh, and and I I did just say you're you're less likely to be successful as the other person. Now, remember, uh, comparison's the thief of joy, right? So don't don't (laughs) misunderstand me when I say uh, that that person is more likely. It just means you need to get on that level too, and we can help you get there. And so that means that if you come in our office and you're unprepared, you don't have these uh, estimates yet, you don't know what to expect in retirement, we're going to help you figure that out so that we can get you to that that level of preparedness, that we can ensure the, a higher likelihood of you enjoying a successful retirement. Well, that's uh, that's what we all want. We want we want to have successful retirement so that we can enjoy our retirement with peace of mind, proper strategies. What can they look like? You know, we say we open the phones every week. It's a comprehensive review. It is, uh, Weston. As we open the phones now, what are some things that people could find out when they come in and meet with you? Well, people often want to know: Are they on the right track? Are they taking too much risk? When should they take Social Security? How long are their dollars going to last? What's the best way to pass along dollars to a beneficiary? You know, these are all the, the kinds of things that we hear. And whether that's your question or you have, you know, some combination of these questions, things we haven't even talked about today, uh, all we're asking you to consider is about an hour-long time commitment to have an initial conversation. Nine times out of ten, we're able to find somewhere in the existing plan where we can add value. If you're the one out of 10 that we have to tell congratulations, you've already got a good plan in place, then <laughs> good news, you'll you'll walk away with having met uh, perhaps a new friend. You'll have had a warm cup of coffee. And, and you'll feel real work. good yeah. <laughs> about it. Yeah. And, and we'll send you home knowing that you're, you're in a, a comfortable place for retirement. Excellent. One way or the other. Uh, sounds like a win-win. Uh, a lot of times, and Paul has referenced the, the strut that people could possibly feel uh, if they are one of the people to come in and, and hear, hey, you actually could retire today if you'd like. But even if you don't hear that, uh, what they will suggest is strategies to help get you there, maybe even possibly expedite uh, getting you to retirement. 800-891-8680 to schedule this review. And second, opinion 800-891-8680 800-891-8680 coming up it's q a it's how we close the show if you'd like to submit a question to be answered on this show that's easy just go to the website robertswealth.com robertswealth.com q a with weston lindeman straight ahead on retire right radio the segment where the listeners weigh in. I always like to think they call them the writers of this segment because it's questions submitted by listeners, which you can to be answered on the show if you'd like. Uh, Robertswealth.com. Robertswealth.com. That's how another way to reach out 
to the team at Roberts Wealth Management as well and, and schedule a consultation where you can have your questions answered even more specifically with that one-on-one. But robertswealth.com is the website. It's Retire Right Radio. I'm Dave Perkins with Weston Lindemann. Weston is part of the team, a great team at that, at, at Roberts Wealth Management. You know, we like to say that when you come in and that schedule that consultation, you could be sitting down with Weston. But really, in essence, you're sitting down with the entire team because if you go forward, you've got that entire fiduciary team uh, working with you on your retirement. Well, let's start out with Gwen and Biloxi. What are some ways to minimize tax liability? That's a good question and an important one because taxes is going to be one of the biggest impediments to having a successful retirement. And so one of the best things you can do to minimize your tax liability, this may sound a little ironic, but it's to go ahead and pay your taxes. Right. How, and, and how do you what mean? I mean by that? Yeah. So with the you know impending legislative changes with what's going on in Washington, we can expect some higher taxes down the road uh, with inflation where it's at the levels of debt, it's just the writing is on the wall. And so we want to encourage people to go ahead and clean up their tax liability in advance. What we really mean by that is some tax efficient strategies that we have, whether it's tax code 7702, uh, which has to do with the way life insurance is treated in the tax code, or whether we're just talking about what works for most people, and that is Roth conversions. Uh, We want to do this in a smart way. And that means, you know, usually working with an advisor who can tell you, do the calculations for you and and process that Roth conversion at the end of the year so that you you know you're doing it in the best way possible, not biting off more than you can chew or unnecessarily increasing your current tax liability in an effort to minimize it down the road. But that's that's one of the ways to minimize tax liability. You know, if you've got a good income stream, if you're uh, on the younger end of pre-retirement or at retirement, and you you know uh, are in healthy good shape, then Looking at the, I'd call it a loophole almost in tax code 7702, mm-hmm. although it's not a, an, an illegal loophole by any means. It's right. perfectly legal. It's, it's one of the ways that people have passed on generational wealth for you know probably 100 years now. And uh, it's something that works for our clients. And if it's a good fit for you, we'll recommend it. But these are just a couple of the, the strategies that we can use to go ahead and minimize that tax liability. But the, the best thing you could do is go ahead and start paying some taxes now so that you don't have to pay them at the higher rates in the event that the tax code has changed, you know, for the worse. I know Gwen is not alone in this uh, because around this time of the year and up through, uh, through until April 15th, we get that wake up call every year. Oh, gosh. I'm going to be facing a mess again this year. We start thinking about what can I do this year? I'm going to do something proactively <laughs> to minimize that tax liability, as Gwen asked about. Uh, that's where the team at, at Roberts Wealth can can really come in and play and, and help uh, make sure that you don't overpay in taxes. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Eli in Pensacola. Uh, if I want to be safe with my money, where do I invest and how do I schedule a time to discuss this further? Well, as much as I would love to answer uh, the question of you know where to put your money, uh, for Eli, that's going to be a very specific uh, answer and it's going to start with me asking a lot of questions. I've got to figure out, you know, more about you personally. Uh, what's your time frame? What's your time horizon until retirement? You know, if you're on the younger end, you can take on more risk. You've got the time to overcome any sort of market downturn. But if you're closer to retirement, you definitely want to start beginning to take risk off the table if you haven't started that already. When it comes to where to put your money, you know, we want to make sure we're in the right place at the right time. And in this world that we're living in today, where it's just more, it's infinitely complex. You know, you're up against the algorithmic traders on Wall Street and the hedge funds. Uh, we don't have to play that game necessarily. And so if there are, you know, certain vehicles we can put our dollars in where we still earned a reasonable amount of interest, but we can protect ourselves from market downturns and things of that nature, then that's where we would want to look. And uh, I would just have to learn more about Eli's case in particular to be able to give a specific answer. So to the latter part of his question, how do I schedule a time to discuss this further? You got to give us a call, Eli. We would love to have you in the office. And we're on West Romana Street in downtown Pensacola. Uh, Spend about an hour, hour and a half with us one morning or afternoon. And I think we can get you uh, invested in the right direction. 
You know, Eli, uh, definitely call in and schedule 800-891-8680 to do that, 800-891-8680. Here's Fitz in Houston. I'm uh, well into retirement age, although still working, and I have my nest egg of about 500000 invested entirely in stocks. But I'm getting worried about the future of the economy and the market. Should I transfer everything to a safer investment? Well, I got to say, Fitz, not to put a damper on your New Year spirit, but you you just threw out a couple of red flags for me there. So mm-hmm. for one, uh, you're well into retirement age and you've got the entirety of your nest egg invested in stocks. That's just asking for trouble. You know, if we were to have just the bare minimum 20% market downturn, that is what's considered a bear market, 20% or greater of a market downturn, then what you're looking at is needing about you know, four or five years, potentially, depending on the severity uh, of the bear market in order to get back to even. And so that means that if you planned on retiring next year with that $500,000, you could be looking at a a, a much smaller amount, right, as you step into retirement, meaning as you begin drawing an income from those dollars, you'll be compounding your losses. But I want to at least commend you for you know, acknowledging the possibility of, you know, you're at least thinking, should I transfer everything to a safer investment? Well, no, because it's not an all or nothing right. type of game. You shouldn't put 100% of your dollars into a safer investment because doing so uh, could mean that, you know, you're missing out on some opportunity out there or you don't have access to your dollars enough. Perhaps you don't have enough liquidity in that safer investment. So whatever the case is, we've got to look at the total picture. Uh, you know, there are some guidelines out there like the rule of 100 where you take your age and you subtract it from 100. And that more or less gives you your your market risk to protection uh, asset allocation that you should select for yourself. In other words, the older you get, the less risk you should be taking. But even that is not a hard, fast rule. It's not a perfect science, mm-hmm. it's more of a guideline. So I think the best thing you can do is first get that portfolio examined because you're likely taking far too much risk uh, for someone your age. And we can make some recommendations for you on how to reposition those dollars. I'm going to come in, schedule that portfolio x-ray fits in 800-891-8680 to do that. Uh, Darlene is in Daphne. Roberts Wealth has an office in Daphne, Alabama, uh, saying, I recently opened my first brokerage account, but I'm worried that I'll make some rookie mistakes. What are some common mistakes beginning investors make just so I can be sure to avoid them? Well, I'll tell you, Darlene, one of the common mistakes, uh, rookie mistakes especially, and I've even done it myself, it's when you first get started investing and the dollar amounts are pretty small, right? You're contributing $100 here, $100 there. The number goes up, but it doesn't seem to go up a whole lot. And we oftentimes have a hard time thinking about, you know, the reality of compound interest and what it can do. And so I'd encourage you to, you know, Begin. That's that's step one. You know, begin investing and don't lose sight of the goal. Uh, stay committed to that path that you're attempting now to go down on, and you know, think about the big picture. Uh, something I found helpful is just considering, uh, you know, go go online and look at some scenarios of if you invest X amount of dollars over the next forty years, what that'll do for you. Mm-hmm. And opening your first brokerage account, I I commend you again for doing that, and that, that's excellent. And, one of the most common mistakes beginning investors make uh, in- involves, you know, just not following through. You know, whether it's you see that thousand dollars and you want it to be a hundred thousand dollars, or you know, you never you never can quite stick to a savings plan. Whatever your situation is personally, uh, I think the the main thing beginning investors um, need to make sure that they're doing is being consistent and following through because that compound interest over time, you'll be glad you you stuck with it later. I noticed a general theme to this segment from questions. They were um, very heavy tax and risk. Is that something you hear a lot more concerned, especially at the beginning of a year? Yeah, it makes sense. People kind of reevaluate themselves and where they're at this time of year. And um, we're also approaching tax season. And so it makes sense. The taxes are on people's minds. You know, they may have a tax bill come due here pretty soon and wish that they didn't. Um, and other people, you know, who are reassessing their risk levels, uh, that, that makes sense as well this time of year. Uh, that's a common theme just because we're all reassessing, you know, sort of everything in our lives. And the amount of risk that we're taking in our portfolio, um, 
is one of the more important ones. Well, whatever is on your mind, things have resonated with you, things Weston has said on the show today, well, then schedule. Come in and definitely get your questions answered more specifically. You'll find out some things you didn't even know you should ask about when you come in with this comprehensive review. That's available. We'll make the, open the phones one more time on this week's show to make this available. So there's limited opportunity at no cost and no obligation for a comprehensive review. Again, give us a call. Uh, We'd be happy to meet with you, our all-star team of advisors. Whether you're meeting with me in person or one of our other advisors, you're going to be in good hands. Paul Roberts has built this company so that we can provide the utmost value to all of our clients. And that all begins with that complimentary consultation. So don't hesitate much longer. With the new year, there is new opportunities. Uh, And in this world of ever-present complexity and volatility, it's more important now than ever to make sure that you're working with a team of professionals that can guide you in the right path. Yeah, right here at the new year, a really, really good time to get a look at what your retirement can be. Maybe you're five years away and you haven't really thought about, what do I need to do? I, I've been I'm doing this for decades, saving for retirement. What has to happen now? Get a look at that when you come in and, and most importantly, learn about how you build in that income in retirement and streams of income even in your retirement. That includes uh, learning how to maximize your Social Security as well. 800-891-8680. to schedule, and this is at no cost and no obligation. Again, 800-891-8680. Schedule a meeting with one of the team members. You're in good hands either way, and you're actually, as we opened the segment, saying you're in all the hands because it is a team effort. Uh, You've got the team working for you on behalf of your retirement and getting what they feel is are the strategies that are in your best interest. So again, 800-891-8680. Well, Weston, another uh, great conversation here. Look forward to talking with you again. Thanks, Dave. I enjoyed uh, being here and thanks for having me on. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Have a great week ahead. Same time next week, we're back with another fresh look at retirement planning of today and what's necessary and what we need to know with Retire Right Radio. Roberts Wealth Management is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This program is a paid advertisement sponsored by Roberts Wealth Management. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of these strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Asset allocation, rebalancing, and diversification do not ensure or guarantee a better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. References to market results do not represent the performance of Roberts Wealth Management. Historical performance returns for investment indexes and or categories usually do not deduct transaction and or custodial charges of an advisory fee, which would decrease the historical performance results. There are no guarantees that a portfolio will match or outperform a specific benchmark. Tax information provided is general in nature and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Always consult with an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Roberts Wealth Management is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Tax and social security rules are subject to change at any time. Annuity guarantees are subject to the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. 